Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN, we're talking about the issues with pharmacies and the struggles that pharmacy employees are facing. And before we get to Garth Reynolds in just a moment, Merle, I know you wanted to weigh in on this conversation. What's your experience? Yeah, we actually felt bad. We were um, at the Walgreens. We were in Buffalo Grove last weekend, and we had appointments for our vaccines. I filled out all the paperwork and everything online, and we ended up waiting just over two hours for our vaccines. They were so slammed. They, they couldn't keep up, and they were telling people who wanted to drop off prescriptions that they were 500 prescriptions behind. Oh, my gosh. I've, they, they I've been in that drive-thru line. They overwhelmed. And, yeah, they're totally overwhelmed, and, and you feel yeah. bad, but, you know, you need your prescription, so you wait patiently, and you try and give them a pat on the back. Let's turn it over to Garth Reynolds. Garth is the executive director of the Illinois Pharmacists Association. Garth, I would imagine you hear those stories quite often. Um, not only have I heard those stories, I've even experienced some of that even within my own professional uh, past as a pharmacist. So what is happening? Is Are they just not hiring enough people or are there not enough people to take these jobs? The, the, a little bit of everything. More of it more on not being able to hire the amount of number of people and put them into the stores where we need them. And a lot of that hap- is the least labor constraints have been decades coming. They're not just because of the pandemic. That's kind of helped rip the band, the duct tape off, and it's shown it to us in clear sight. Um, but it's really been something that's been going on for decades, and it goes all the way back to not having a properly supported healthcare system, especially when it comes to payment for medications. And when we have insurance systems that don't properly respect the pharmacists and the pharmacies that are delivering the care to patients, helping them understand how best to use their medications, it can cause a lot of corporations, and now we've seen it not just one-store operations, but now national chains keep squeezing, trying to get more and more and more, and it's start, it, the system's breaking and crumbling. Oh, my gosh. I have seen that because my mom lived with me the last four years of her life up until age 93, and she would test her blood every day, and just getting the, the little needles was always an issue. It was so much time at the pharmacy because, well, Medicare Part D or whatever doesn't pay for it. You have to come back in 29 days. And it was ongoing. And every time I felt like we were taking up the staff's time by covering these issues. Well, and a lot of this issue, if you all use CVS Caremark as an example, you know, they, they're, they're also part of an insurance structure because they own Aetna Insurance and Caremark, our, our PBM, our pharmacy prescription benefit provider, who direct and mandate patients to utilize CVS pharmacies, but then they don't properly support their staff. And this cannibalistic marketing tactics where they're trying to squeeze more out of nothing to help the, st- the shareholders doesn't help the primary mission of what we all took oaths to, <clears throat> and that's to protect our patients and to help improve outcomes. Garth, I... And pick- that helps... Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I picked up a prescription last night. Uh, what 
what did, what degree of education or license does the uh, the young man who handed me my prescription have? What, what I mean, I couldn't walk in there and get that job, correct? For uh, no, pharmacists are 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 educated healthcare providers who have a doctorate in pharmacy, which usually means six to seven years of education, and that's if they didn't go above and beyond to have additional residency training. And we are the medication experts when it comes to the healthcare. I understand that, but I'm talking yeah. about but but they're they're not everyone behind the counter at Walgreens or CVS is a pharmacist. Correct? Some, no, no, no. And that's where we have our pharmacy technicians and even our student pharmacists and our pharmacy technicians. Everyone behind that counter takes time and training. And even our pharmacy technicians in Illinois have to become certified, which means they have to go through additional training and skills assessment to show that they're willing to step up and above and beyond to help make sure and assist the pharmacist in providing adequate positive care. And now we're even allowing have technicians trained in Illinois to help provide immunizations, to help provide that giving of vaccination. So, yes, you know, it doesn't t- it's not just someone coming off the street. It has to be someone who's dedicated to learn and to serve patients. Well, I, so we I, have to be able to provide that adequate training. I guess the point I'm trying to make or get to then is that, I mean, they have to have the, these pharmacies have to have the pipeline, too. It's not something they can fix overnight. No, 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 and, and and we have to make sure that we have proper balance of staffing too. You have you can't have one pharmacist with ten technicians and hope everything balances out. You know, sometimes you need you need teams of two or three pharmacists with a number of technicians and student pharmacists to properly deliver the aims of that particular pharmacy practice. And we don't see it. I'm one of those people. My insurance mandates that I do business with CVS, and there have been times that I have seen that pharmacist looks so frazzled because she's the only person in there. So what prompted this conversation is there's a planned walkout this week among not only CVS, but Walgreens employees. It's a planned action, and you might encounter it. There are about 500 of the 9,000 Walgreens stores across America that have employees that have interest, that are interested and want to show solidarity. So... What can you say to us, Garth, as consumers, as people who pick up prescriptions, what can we do to help alleviate the issues that pharmacists are facing right now? Um, to help us with advocating for changes. Illinois took steps prior to the pandemic to help recognize it's bad when we have to legislate common sense. But we had to. We had to put in and say that pharmacists are deserved a break and a lunch. And we had to put that into our act. And we had to say that metrics that are constraining pharmacists not being able to meet do their jobs because they're worried about if they've made so many X whatever call to that today of reminders. Um, we have to get past that and start looking at how to help patients. And so we need your help in advocating for that. And that's talking with your, you know, talking to the companies that you utilize for your health care to say, we want to see better change and, and demand better service. And also to your insurance companies to say, we want to go to the pharmacies that we, we, we want to choose to go to. The right to go to your pharmacist that you choose for care is the same and sacred as it is the physician that you choose for your medical care. You want to be able to choose your pharmacist, and we have to have our patients helping us advocate and talk to that story from our, from our street corner all the way to Washington, D.C., Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll come back on because we have so many questions, but we appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Always glad to help. It was pointed out that when you're a pharmacist, a missed letter or number that's wrong in a prescription could kill somebody. 
That's Garth Reynolds, executive director of the Illinois Pharmacists Association. We'll check in with Robert Sherman on the ground in Israel next. But first, we'll go to Steve right after this break and get the news in Chicago. (laughs) 